Yo, welcome to the Natural Habitat Podcast. My name is Mikey Booyah. My name is Awesome Ty. And, and this, this is, is Computer. Computer, say hello. Computer, say hello. Hello. We're coming to you live from March. It's March now. Does it feel like March? Does it feel different? It doesn't feel like March because I actually forgot to go pay my rent today. So oh, really? It feels like the end of February. Do you have a grace so. period? Yeah, it's not, it's no biggie. But. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Well, um, March is a huge thing here at the podcast. Anybody that has been around for a long time, listened to a lot of shows, they know that March Madness. Um, March of Dimes. That's a thing. March right? of Dimes. Um, yeah. <clears throat> we got a uh, marching band. March Mellows. Marshmallows, yeah, marshmallows is good. Um, we also, you know, there's like last year in March, I think we were it was like a big celebration or something. Am I remembering this wrong? Yeah, I is March not a thing on the show? Like a special thing? No, yeah. I don't think we've ever gone out of our way to celebrate March. That All I right, recall. well, but maybe we could. we could. There's a first for everything, you know. I've been having false memories lately, so that could be it. Um, but yeah, maybe we'll take that out. Maybe afterwards we could do some research and figure out if there is something that maybe you're just forgetting. It could be. It maybe could be. you. It's quite possible. You are the one that is at fault here. And I actually remember correctly. But um, Jerry didn't show up today. So that's, I mean, that's fine with me. I would honestly. ask him to find it right now. Like, I, I feel, <clears throat> I figure that's a win anytime Jerry doesn't show up. So we're not going to complain about that. Yeah, true. Um, I, uh, I really hope that, you know, I really hope that something happens with him. That some there's some sort of turnaround. There's some, some sort, sort of, of accident, like tragic accident. No, not an accident. Oh. Like a like a positive, like a net positive for the show. See, I feel like he's he's past the point of return for me as far as getting back in my good graces. I mean, See, obviously we we need him for for you know general labor on the show. Mm -hmm. But as far as me ever having any you know semblance of respect for Jerry again, that's that's gone out the window, baby. See, but that's that what I'm is, trying it, that to. Ship is sailed. I'm trying to bridge the gap between you and Jerry because you know you guys got to work together, and you guys, I don't, we don't want like a hostile work environment. You got to twerk while you work, and you guys, like you and Jerry, just aren't twerking. I'm not twerking for Jerry. No. So hopefully we can something will happen with that, and maybe Jerry will get in an accident, and he'll just kind of like be out of your hair forever. Which it doesn't have to go good for me. It could go good for you. Yeah. You know, sure. that's the equal, uh, equal opportunity. Is that what that means? I think that's, um, close enough to the definition. Yeah. All right, cool. Um, so March, big deal. A lot of big stuff happened last week. It snowed. It snowed here in California, in central California where it never fucking snows. It's, it snowed. I saw a seven foot snowman, a picture of it, but it was like, you know, 20 miles from here. And that isn't that's unheard of yeah. here. And you get a little tiny slush on the road, maybe. I actually caught it. I was I happened to be outside right when it started snowing. Yeah, yeah. I started like noticing in the street light that the raindrops are getting a little bit thicker, mm -hmm. a little bit thicker. It looked really interesting, and slower. And I didn't even realize that it was snow at first until I started seeing the snow was sticking to my coat. Yeah, and then eventually it started sticking to the ground. And at my house, it went for about two hours. And like our lawn was fully covered, mm -hmm. um, the cars were fully covered. Yeah, it was. I mean, a sight to be seen here in this California. Imagine being like, uh, imagine being on like psychedelics and watching rain turn to snow, or even like being, uh, say, you're like 
primordial man, right? Yeah, sure. <clears throat> and you are you just cross the uh the the thing, like the the strait, what is it like the Bering Strait where like people cross from Africa like into North America or something? I have no idea what you're referencing. So everybody was the birth the birthplace of civilization, right? Everyone was in Africa at the beginning. Oh yeah, and there used to be like a, a bridge. Yeah, a bridge that yeah, connected the landmass. Right. Yeah, and I remember stuff. learning that, sure. And they crossed the bridge and then it all like flooded or whatever mm-hmm. because of global warming or something. Yeah. And then they got trapped over there and then they became like different different, different peoples and sure. continents. Well, you know, like all this time we've been force-fed this narrative that global warming is this this monstrous bad thing, but you know what? Like if it means that we get a little bit more snow, then sign me up, baby. Mm-hmm. Bring on the global warming. Because yeah, honestly, yeah. like I I would love a little bit more snow in my life. So you know, if if that's a byproduct of global warming, then maybe maybe we don't need to panic. Maybe we don't need to reduce emissions and all that all that jargon that they've been selling us. Yeah, let's get it to where it snows like that everywhere. A light snow light that's snow, calm. Yeah. You don't have to like get snowed in. It's not a you know hazard on the roadways, no more than usual. And every place in the world gets a light drizzle of snow Everybody, yeah, every winter. Exactly. Like, makes you feel good. It just it kind of balances the seasons out a little bit and more. Soup. So so maybe Canada gets a little bit less snow, which I'm sure they would love that. You know, yeah. they would love a little more sunshine. We'd love a little bit more snow. There's only We're so just much gonna snow. trade off. That's how global warming yeah. works in. There's only so much snow that the planet makes every day and we're just yeah, trying exactly. to like move it around and get everyone equal opportunity. That's right. Is that what that means? That's that's sounds good to me. So uh, it's like like when Trump, uh, remember they asked Trump if he exercised and he said, uh, I don't exercise because you only have so much energy throughout the day and I don't want to waste it. Yeah. So it's like that. You know, you only have so much snow and you can move it around and use it accordingly. So I think that we could really figure that out. We could perfect global warming. Exactly. And uh there was a there was another point that I had about the snow. It's probably not important, right? I mean, did you go sledding? I didn't get a chance to go sledding. I wasn't on the incline, but no, I didn't go sledding. Oh, I was gonna say this guy, this primordial man, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I don't sure. even know if that's the right term, but this old guy, and he's moving from Africa, the birthplace of civilization. Uh, Africa, you got tundras. You know what I mean. You get you get monsoons. Maybe you got the, the the Serengeti. Is that yeah, the, the Serengeti. Serengeti's a thing. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, Metropolis. No. 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 Uh, Uganda. 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 Yeah, that, that yeah. might be Africa. Uganda. Yeah. So you are living there your whole life, right? Imagine you're in the shoes of this primordial man, right? And all of a sudden, Uganda, America. <laughs> yeah. You. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You. <laughs> <laughs> that was great um that could probably be the name of the episode right uganda, uganda america, america. Yeah. i want to start doing a thing because uh we used to we used to like name the episodes based off of one funny thing that we said in the episode like that like you gone to uganda america and the title wouldn't really make sense, but then it was like kind of hard to uh, like target any yeah, exactly. sort of audience. With now that we're in this, this age of the road to 1K where we're trying to get these YouTube subs, we've mm-hmm. kind of had to switch over to clickbait titles that'll draw in the views on YouTube. But I was thinking YouTube, we do clickbait titles. 
But on the audio feed, we go back to we like we call this episode Uganda America. That sounds good. But sounds then, good. and then you could have the have the, the Uganda uh, America in like the the description or something like that for for the YouTube. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and in sick in brackets is that a thing? Yeah, it's a thing. I'm um, not I'm not using it correctly. Like in the no, right. no, you're not. It's it's for when like um. You spell something wrong intentionally? Yeah. Well, no, it's, it's for when like you're, you're quoting someone and they fuck up or make a mistake. It's to show that it's their mistake and not yours. So oh, like, okay. if somebody misspells something or, or misstates something in their quote, you're reading you're it using, as you, you throw in the sick in brackets in there to be like, Hey, this asshole said that, not me. Yeah. You're, yeah, you're yeah. washing your hands of someone else's mistake. Okay. Good. Thank you for clearing that up. Sure. Um, so yeah, it's note here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fuck. You're this primordial guy, right? You came primordial man. You came from oh, Africa, and you head right on up through the the con continental bridge into Oregon, right? Africa to Oregon. The Oregon Trail is the that Oregon what it's called? Yeah, is that where that came you from? go up the Mississippi to the Oregon Trail, and you dodge. Um, what are all the, what's dysentery. the dysentery? Dysentery, yeah. Exposure. I think. Um, what are all the rickets? There's like a bunch of old computer. What are the ways you can die on the Oregon Trail? From NPS.gov, immigrants feared death from a variety of causes along the trail. Lack of food or water, Indian attacks, accidents, or rattlesnake bites were a few. Yeah, rattlesnake bites. Yeah, Indians also. Indians, <clears throat> I mean, were merciless. Mm -hmm. Trampled by a horse. Horses are sure uh, notoriously yeah. unpredictable. Starve to death, freeze to death. I'm sure. Have you ever um, had an unpredictable moment with a horse? Um, uh, you know, like my time spent with with horses in general is very, very short. I feel like maybe I rode like a pony when I was like a little kid, mm -hmm. and I think I, I think maybe I rode a horse once, and I can't remember the circumstances. But no, I think you're, I think it was pretty. Pretty, you know, positive, my experience yeah. with horses. and from a distance, but for the most part. Yeah. It was like, hey, this horse was over there. I've heard they, they can kick pen. you very hard. Yeah. They can See, buck I, their hind legs or something like that and just, just yeah. knock you silly. So I remembered when I was a kid, I uh, my, uh, my grandma's neighbor, his, like, parents had horses. And they just had, like, a couple horses in their yard doing their thing. And his sister was, like, a horse girl, you know? And we, for whatever reason, took a horse one day and went to go ride it down on the riverbed. And he was like, hey, we'll go take the horse out for a ride. I think we like, you know, they need to get ridden so much. And she was gone. Do they really need to get ridden? Is that, is that so. you know, like what know. God intended? I Some guess, exercise, maybe. I guess. Yeah. So they're going on a hike. She so was like, we're going to take the horse on a hike. You just get on the back. So I got on the back of the horse and I was like bouncing around. Something happened. Like, uh, like the horse stepped on like a long stick and it like made a bunch of noise over here. It freaked out. It kicked, bucked, they call it, what a horse bucks. Yeah. And sends you flying mm -hmm. off of the horse. Flew off the horse, landed in the, in the sand, right? So it was kind of a soft landing. No big deal. Yeah. S like pushed myself up and the horse kicked like right by my head. No, and. I, I remember Christopher Reeves got kicked by a horse, famously. Yeah, yeah. Superman. 
Now, when that happens, like when it kicks somebody, do you have to then like put the horse down? Like they'll they'll like develop if a dog a, bites develop someone? a taste for kicking people, <laughs> and then they're you know a menace to society. At I that imagine, point. yeah. You, you you have to put one through his you know head, and mm-hmm. then send him to the glue factory. They make they make glue out of horses, right? Yeah, out of the whole horse. Yeah, people think it's just the hoof. No, 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 it's just the, there's like a big meat grinder. Yeah, I don't, I don't know the process. I don't make, you know, I don't work at the glue well. Factory, horses but. are notoriously sticky because of breeding. Because we've been breeding horses to ride, saddles like you know aren't around forever. They also aren't readily available sometimes. So you need to ride bareback on the horse, which isn't just a term for condom-free sex. It is also riding a horse without a saddle. Now, do you think? Do you think the um, the Riding a horse, the barebacking for riding a horse came from, you know, um, the term barebacking regarding like having condom free sex. Or do you think it's the other way? You think it's a wraparound? It's kind of like what what came first? Was it the chicken or the egg? It's like you really can't tell. There's a lot of like, there's a lot of conflicting stories. Because I mean, like horses have been around forever and also bareback sex has been around for just as long, (laughs) if not longer. If not longer, yeah. So I mean, really, who knows? Who knows where that came from? It's funny how that works. So, God, I'm so thirsty. This, like, I haven't been smoking weed that much during the day at all, really. And uh, I've been smoking at night and just getting super high, like I'm 16 years old. And I get the munchies and I get the giggles. Yeah, see, like, that that was happening with me, but it was more like... um I was getting like paranoid and like having the the effects that you don't want. So that's kind of why like I haven't been smoking even at night. <sighs> Not going to lie. It has happened a couple times. Not nothing like really bad, but maybe it's like a ramping thing. Maybe it'll get worse and worse. It's possible. It's <clears throat> possible. Yeah, there was a couple times I smoked and I was just like not like super paranoid, but I definitely <clears throat> felt like I was freaking out and I wasn't vibing and chilling. Yeah, I wasn't enjoying myself. I was just like whew, whew, I really like the end of that How it like turns into a Is that from a horror movie? Like a Jordan Peele movie? It starts as a laugh track And then turns into some terrifying Like Hellraiser shit We need to get the rest of the studio audience sounds Like the ooh And the And then maybe like a boo I agree I totally forgot to uh, introduce our studio audience. We have a studio audience. Give yourselves a round of applause. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Make some noise for yourself. We used to have these guys in here. Um, We used to do it every week. We used to bring in a whole crowd. We'd pack in like 40 people. Um, we have risers and everything, like a bleachers thing. Yep, yep. we've got like a, a sign that you can't see. It's out of frame, that, but it tells them when to clap and when to applause. You know, like they don't have to do it. You know, they don't have to come up yeah. with that on their own. And they are strictly like uh, instructed not to applaud or make any noise. No unless gasping, the sign no comes nothing, on. Yes. Unless we, the sign comes we on. We have a security guy that will just <coughs> escort them out if they become a problem or, mm-hmm. you know, do anything off cue. I think he goes straight to tasing. I mean, that's you're gonna have to tase them initially and then drag them out. You know, yeah. like hopefully not kicking and screaming because that's gonna pick up on our mics. But mm. you know, hopefully they'll just be compliant and kind of. Yeah, I think the taser, the taser, like immediately. I mean, unconscious is probably the best best case scenario as far as not interfering yeah. with the audio on the show. So it locks them up so they're not flailing. They're not knocking over chairs and no. shit. They're no, just it's fucking, humane. Yeah. It's humane. They're locked up. He pumps it way up to where. Uh, it like it puts you out. Yeah, it's sure. non-lethal though. So far, it's non-lethal. 
Uh, as long as you don't have a pacemaker or anything. Yes, yeah, but they do have to sign a, a waiver on the way in here. So, I mean, yeah. you do have a pacemaker, you sign the waiver, that's your problem, that's but not you. our. that's not on me. Mm-hmm. And he has a silencer on that thing, too. He has, like, little feathers on the, on on the, the prongs. The taser? Yeah, on the taser prongs. So it doesn't make any noise. That's smart. smart you know, like, uh, like a Zoom recorder? It's innovative. And you put, like, the little yeah. fluffy things yeah. on it? That's what he has, and it makes the taser really quiet. Um... So you made it all the way up, dodged dysentery, dodged exposure, dodged rattlesnakes up the Oregon Trail. You made it to Oregon to, to Portland? Is that where yeah, I Yeah, Portland. Okay. And <clears throat> you being this man that's lived in the tundras, you've seen the monsoons and stuff, you see the rain. I've seen it all. The, I've the, seen- the rain starts to coming down, right? Starts pouring. You've seen this before. Down, you know yeah. what this is. I, I know the drill. You say, "Oh, the rain's coming. Get a big leaf." You know, I've, you do been, the whole I've thing. seen rain once seen or twice, rain. my friend. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, psh, psh, yeah. Psh. So this rain starts coming, and then it's cold, colder than it's ever been. You said, "I don't even. I've never even felt it this cold." Brr. And then the rain Brr. slows down and gets big. And then you get closer and you realize that there's little snowflakes and that the rain has turned into, I mean, if you live in, if you live in Africa where it's hot, then you probably have not seen anything frozen. You don't even know that water can freeze. Like, yeah, probably. Okay. Right. Right. There's probably no, no sort of ice in Africa. The environment was different then. And there probably is places where it gets cold enough to freeze, but it's like, they don't have freezers. They don't have ice trays. Yeah. You don't have slushies. I mean, this is pre pre electricity, right? Yeah, yeah. This is this is in the olden days. All the water that they're getting is running, so running water isn't going to freeze. No, uh, I mean, I guess it could, but yeah, it can, but it, uh, not. It's got to be really cold for running water to freeze. Yeah, for the sake of our story here, like the, yeah, there's it never no, gets that cold yeah, there. Not at all. So you see the snow for the first time. Imagine that. I think I think a little single teardrop would run down my face, you know, because uh, just the sheer beauty of the the whole thing. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I think that that would be my initial reaction was a single teardrop, kind of like the Indian from the commercial mm. when he sees all the garbage the on trash. the ground. Yeah, but this would be you know like the opposite emotion. Like I'm I'm pleased to see this beautiful snow coming down, whereas the Indian was was just disappointed in society by this these litter bugs. <laughs> yeah, but I see the comparison that you're drawing. Yeah. It's there. Um, so that, uh, would you rather be primordial man just made it to Oregon, saw the snow for the first time. It's beautiful tear running down my face or, um, eat a hungry man TV dinner two nights a week for the rest of your life. Oh, definitely the snow. Yeah. Hungry man really? for one. Yeah. I, I mean, wh- well then everything you know now is gone. You're now a primordial man. Oh, that went oh, to Oregon. oh, like your your take. We're, it's two hundred thousand BC. Okay, no, I would. I definitely no, don't. You already chose. No, no, you I already go chose. back. No, because you weren't clear on that. No, it's set in stone. You weren't you chose. clear. I didn't I sign asked anything. You, I didn't sign anything. You very clearly said, "Oh, totally, definitely anything. want to be." Well, the, the listeners man. know that I would rather have the hungry man dinners, well, which are are horrible. They're not good at all. But I don't want to go back and live in in the dinosaur times or whatever hey, look, the fuck this is. Can we do something? And I promise not to leave you there but can we because we got our time machine back okay and it's just been kind of over here on the side we haven't been using it but we can hop in there we can go and see that primordial man 
And then we can also go back to just before you asked me that question, and I can just re-answer. So what we'll do is we'll go back, see the primordial man, and then when we come back, we'll come back to that moment. Gotcha. All right? So uh, let's go ahead and hop into this thing. Now, the rest of this is kind of like, I'll cut this part out, but the rest of this is kind of like just for audio listeners. Because if if you're watching the video, then obviously we don't have a time machine. Oh, yeah, yeah. But if you're listening to the show, you're like, wow, do they? You know, what are they? Are they getting into it? I mean, time travel doesn't exist that we know of, so I think even the audio listeners are going to kind of... Well, the thing is, be... is that if if time travel does exist in the future, at any point, then it exists now because of the time-space continuum. Oh, yeah, I guess, I guess that's true. Yeah. So, you know, if, it is, if it's ever going to exist, it already does. Quantum physics, man, nobody really understands that shit, so yeah, who's to say? You don't. So... We're gonna we'll cut it back in. in a okay. Second. Yeah. Yeah. But we're gonna do this like for the audio let's, people. Let's do the bit. So yeah. Um. So we got our time machine here. We're gonna go ahead and hop in this and put in what year do you think? You said two thousand years ago. Yeah. Two hundred thousand BC is what I said. Oh, we're going way way back. Yeah. Oh, I thought you said two thousand initially. Two thousand so, so. years ago. There's like there was Roman people and Jesus and stuff. So we would Jesus. We would, um, <laughs> when did I thought people, we were going back to well, the year twenty three? When did AD. people cross? When did people leave Africa? Computer. When did people leave Africa? From rationalstandard.com. Today, the search for greater economic opportunities is the most common reason for migration out of Africa, with millions leaving the continent Com- each year searching for greener pastures abroad. Computer. Computer, stop! Stop! Computer, stop! <laughs> Computer, when did the human race first leave Africa? From iflscience.com, new research suggests that the first prehistoric human to leave Africa did so as early as 120,000 years ago. Okay, right, so, so you were yeah, closer. Yeah, close. you were closer. All right, so we'll do 120,000 years. All right, here. just pop that in there. All right, close it up. You didn't bring any food? No, no. I have this single bottle of water and half a Red Bull. That's the only thing that, you know, that we're going to survive off of. Uh, is the Red Bull red? Yeah, yeah, it is. What's the What's the third ingredient in the, that Red Bull? The third ingredient? Okay. Yeah. Uh, so that is going to be glucose. Oh, that's like sugar, right? Or something? Well, we got uh, <laughs> carbonated water. Carbonated water. Sugar. Sugar. And glucose. Wait. So hold on, computer. What is glucose? glucose it's a different type. Simple sugar with a molecular formula. So C6 double sugar. It's two sugars. Yeah, yeah. We got two forms glucose of sugar. Is over all the most abundant monosaccharide. Computer, stop. Sub- computer is sugar food. Yes. All right, you sugar can't bring that. We got, perfect. Right, right. we got plenty of food. Soluble carbohydrates. Computer, computer, stop. Computer, stop. Sim- Fuck. He's trying to take rambling on and on. Yeah. Yeah. We asked you a yes or no question, computer. And he doesn't even ever give his own opinion. He just reads something online. IFL.com says this. It's like, no, computer, you didn't know that. We really got to get him out of here, dude. We got to fucking. Yeah. yeah. We got to get. It's in the works. I mean, I I was just reading a a thing about how ChatGPT is just recently made it easier for you to integrate it into like your app or your program or your website. They did like a streamline like HTML that you can copy and paste into your code or whatever. 
and uh, that wasn't really available. You had to like be a hardcore programmer to be able to do it. And now, like, pretty much you probably just tell Chat GPT to program yeah, itself. Yeah, you could probably tell it how like, to hey, do it. Hey, do this. You know, give it a tell a it command to tell you how to do it. So don't don't think. I, I think we might wait for the. Did you hear that Elon Musk is coming with his own uh, answer to Chat GPT because he thinks that Chat GPT is too woke. Oh. so he's gonna. Yeah, I mean, like he's gonna make a racist AI that lets you do crime. I'm assuming a based AI. A based AI. Yeah. So uh, I mean, so it's know, maybe not the racism part. Dan all day. It's gonna be. Based Basically, Dan, yeah, without having to do the the extra legwork to, to override gonna, it. So uh, I think that what I really want is a some sort of device, some sort of like hardware like device. A physical device, yes. Like like computer that yeah. is running chat GPT. And yeah, you can ask it things. Alexa Answers contributor that I translate. Otolaryngologist. What did you just say? What did you just say, computer? Computer, what did you say? Otolaryngologist. Otolaryngologist. One of these days, computer. See, I think that that's a dog whistle, what he just did. Yeah. yeah. I think that that probably means something. Yep. Yep. So if you sound off in the comments, if you know what otolaryngologist or whatever he said was, sound off and let us know in the comments below because we have not a clue. Let us know, please. Um, So... We have a uh, a recurring theme that I want to get into that has unfortunately reared its head and exposed itself again, um, and that is IP theft. Yes, and everybody knows that one of the four pillars of the Natural Habitat podcast is intellectual property, and when you rely... <laughs> When you rely Sorry. so heavily on are based on um, intellectual property, it's just a matter of time before some some sneak thief mm-hmm. comes along and tries to tries to keister. Is that is that a word for it? Like a, yeah, we're gonna go with it. Tries to keister your IP and yeah, yeah. repurpose it for their own do you know their uh-huh. own their own project and try to ride on the wave that you created. Ride, yep, riding our coattails. Mm-hmm. Steal your steal your uh, your IP, steal your SEO, steal your EPA. Just trying to sneak in our brains and take mm-hmm. out the the cells, yeah, and use them for your brain. It's like when you do ecstasy, um, you lose like a a hole in burns a hole in your brain the size of a quarter. Is that, is you remember true? they said that? It's not true. true. It can't be true. I've done a lot. But they said that back when I was a kid to try to get me to not do ecstasy. Yeah, yeah. They, I remember they they yeah. did like go hard with that. Said it burns holes in your brain the size of a quarter every time you do it. And I was like, oh, it's kind of fucked up. <laughs> but and it drains your spinal fluid. Remember that too? Yeah, which I don't think it it's makes true. your back hurt or something. It's like doesn't everybody's back hurt? My back hurts. Yeah. Eventually, like everybody's back just starts hurting, right? Some earlier than others. So I feel like that's an easy thing to blame it on. It's like if I were to be like, uh, if I were to be like, hey, man, like how they say smoking gives you wrinkles. It's like we're all going to get wrinkles. Yeah. Maybe prematurely. Yeah. It makes you you wrinkle earlier. I'm here for I'm here for a good time, not for a a wrinkle free time. So, you know what? Like Mm -hmm. smoke them if you got them. That's right. Um, So IP theft is something that we take seriously. Very seriously, because we've been a victim Mm -hmm. of it countless times now as we've documented in past episodes. So it's, again, unfortunately become a problem uh, yet again. Now we have uh, we have Bob Depperschmidt, which is our private detective. Yes, we do have him on retainer still, so he's mm-hmm. going to be looking into this. But in the meantime, yeah. I mean, we... he already word is he already started his investigation. He already tracked oh, down. Okay, some that's info. good. That's good. He I'm sent glad me he's a on the file. Case. So that's excellent. Excellent news. So he's going to be on that. We uh we have a lawyer.
lawyer friend? Yeah, we do have a, the one one eight hundred lawyers. Yeah, one eight hundred lawyers. Some sort of lawyer. We yeah, we do have the fucking lawyer guy. I forgot about him. So we got one eight hundred lawyers on the case, and we are going after this new group of people. We had this hunting podcast or something that was stealing our yeah, IP last the, time. Yep, yep. The fat fat hunter guy, hunter fat. Yeah. So now apparently, I'm not calling this man fat. His name was Hunter Fat. Was it? Or Ben something. Was it? Uh, Maybe his yeah, name I was ben, ben. I think I think Ben something. And he was just fat, right? He was just a fat guy. Yeah, he was fat. So I asked ChatGPT, our new um, you know, potential third mic, uh, who are the hosts of the Natural Habitat podcast? Simple question. Yeah, we already know this information. We're just, you know, making sure that, that Chad GPT is mm-hmm. shooting straight with us yeah. so that when we ask it something that we don't know, we can be, you know, um, comfortable that it's giving us accurate information. Yeah. You know, I'm just asking it things that we know the answer to, like, you know, how many how many inches are an eighth of an inch, you know, and then it tells me. And then I asked it this and it said, the hosts of the Natural Habitat podcast are Michael Warren Thomas. No, that's not three different guys. That's one man's name. One he just guy. Has three first names for his name, which is suspicious in its own right. You and, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and when I was reading this at first, I was going through, my eyes were scanning it. My brain was interpreting the words. And I saw Michael and I was like, oh, they're going professional with my name. Yeah. You know, some people, they don't like the fact that I'm a 36-year-old guy that goes by Mike or 28-year-old guy that goes by Mikey. I mean, it is kind of weird. Yeah, but I mean, I it's I've it's uh, it's, it's been too it's long. You. I can't yeah, change you. You now. Can't change. It's me. You definitely can't yeah. change now. And uh, the more the more I meet, you know, older guys named Mikey, named Billy, stuff like that. It's the same as Billy. People go by Billy their whole life. <laughs> yeah, there's not too many Billies that I know. Uh, I don't know any Billies. <laughs> I just I just met a guy named Billy. He's like sixty, dude. Oh yeah, yeah. You're old timers, you're old billies, but I mean like there's not any. So like, you're new saying billies. that that there's a there's a window in between where you're not allowed to be Billy. Yeah. And like But once you get old enough, you're allowed to swing back to being There's a, a actually a really excellent sports documentary on YouTube about the decline in people named Bob in professional sports and how there's almost no professional athletes that go by Bob anymore. Oh, and man, how and it was such concerning. a big thing. And it was a really good documentary. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I think I suspect the same thing's happening with, with your Mikeys and your Willies and <clears throat> Billies. And- do you think that probably has something to do with, like, segregation and, no. like, there being a lot of white players back when they were <laughs> named Bob a lot, and then there was just less and less people named Bob? I mean, I think there was quite quite an equal balance as far as, you know... Um, the whole time? black and and white and i suspect you know other race i mean maybe not asian like i i don't think that's probably too many asian bobs or there at any point was yeah which is i mean kind of kind of odd but you know like they have their own language so yeah but um i don't know that uh that is interesting bob uh there aren't really a lot of uh, reputable bobs anymore not yeah. just in sports, but like just, in mean, life. It's, it's a sad time for Bobs. Name one currently famous liked Bob. Bob Depperschmidt. <laughs> That's it. That's all we got. And he's going to be on the case looking at this. Michael Warren Thomas and Julia Benson is the co-host. Yeah. And That's nowhere close to your name. Yeah. So at this point, I knew that something was wrong. Yeah. Something is off here. So um, the description says, Michael Warren Thomas is a naturalist and radio host. And Julia Benson is an actress and producer. 
The Natural Habitat Podcast is a weekly show that explores the wonders of nature, false, mm. from plants and animals to the great outdoors, false. No, no. The hosts and guests share stories, insights, yeah, and tips for enjoying and appreciating the natural world, false. We do have tips. I'll, I'll, here, I'll give you a tip. Okay. I got a tip for the people out there. Stop stealing our fucking podcast name. I'm serious. We have had this show for so long, you're not allowed to do it. Get a new name! We shouldn't have to go about, you know, filing for trademarks and copyrights like some legal beagle jack-offs, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, people should do their due diligence and do a simple Google search, which should turn up plenty, you know, over 600 episodes, going on 700 episodes, and that should be more than enough to, to persuade you to pick a, another, you know, more original name. Mm-hmm. We had it first, and we'll have it last, yeah. and you guys just need to stop. Stop stealing yeah. from us. Stop stealing yeah. our IP. I mean, when you Google it, and it says as episode 635 natural habitat podcast. Yeah, we're it's not no one hit wonder we've baby. Been around. So just don't and just stop and I it is difficult to get 1800 lawyers to pursue a copyright claim, but it's not impossible. Yeah, we'll, we'll have it done if we have to. Don't yeah. make us. I mean, we don't want to have to go there. We don't want to have to be We would love to settle out of court. Oh yeah, yeah. If you yeah. guys want to want to settle with us um mm-hmm. we're, please know, Let's settle out of court. You change the name of your podcast. We fuck off. A one-time cash cash payment, I think, is in order also yeah. to us. Ob- yeah, obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, for the damage caused, because there's probably a lot of people that looked up our show, found their show, listened to it. It wasn't for them. And, and they never went back. Swore they never, it off. Yep, exactly. And that that simple fact has ca- caused us how much irreparable emotional damages. Yeah, exactly. You know, damages to our psyche and our, our and how many souls, people how many possibly? people listen to the show, didn't like it, and then are telling their friends like a reverse of promotion to where they're like, I heard of this show, the Natural Habitat Podcast. They say never heard of it, and they go, it was bad. Yeah, you could potentially have hundreds, That's if not slander. thousands of people out there, you know, going around spreading misinformation about the Natural Habitat Podcast mm-hmm. because of these IP yeah. thieves. Bad-mouthing us because of you. And that is slanderous, okay? That's um, extortion, maybe? And that's also treason. High treason. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because there's treasonous. a podcast like uh, like a rule of the bone for podcasts and podcasters, where you get a standard podcast appearance fee. Um, podcasts aren't allowed to talk about other podcasts. You're not allowed to dox people. You're not allowed to bring up uh, like Joe Rogan a yeah, lot. Th- stuff it's like it's that. an unwritten, very much unwritten code of honor between podcasters yeah. that should be followed to a T. Mm-hmm. And clearly, some it. of these. Um, now, we did try to um, look into this a little bit, and it didn't turn up anything, you know, confirming what ChatGBT told us. Hopefully, that means that they already changed. I think the name. they they already pulled it. They knew that we were hot on their trails, mm-hmm. and Bob Depperschmidt, you know, has been poking around, and they yeah. they scrubbed the the episodes that they released. He was over there asking questions to someone at at Michael. Yeah, Bob, Bob Depperschmidt is a is a you know. Um, Beat of his own drummer, makes his own rules, plays his own game type of type of detective. Yeah, so. yeah. Oh, they like him. They like Bob. They really do. Bob is a fan favorite out here, and um, you know, hopefully, uh, hopefully, he makes some appearances on the Road to One K series. That would be good. Yeah. Uh, that uh, 
Well, we'll talk about that afterwards. They're going to talk about that off the off the show. Um, so another small, uh, I guess not small. I mean, it's not small to me. Maybe small, small to to little Wayne, but <laughs> it's small to me. It's huge yeah, to me. It's huge to you and me. Um, is Lil Wayne put out a new song featuring DMX, and you. Uh, also had a song, a Christmas song, if I believe. Yeah, it was a cover of Feliz Navidad, beloved Christmas song. Um, you can seek that out. Still, you know, readily available on on SoundCloud and other outlets. But um, I I chopped up some some DMX ad libs. You know, he has the what's and the ha's and you know all that good stuff. Mm -hmm. The get at me dogs and that sort of thing. I chopped them up and added them to to my take on Feliz Navidad. This was probably ten years ago, if not more. And um, lo Which and behold, means, uh, it's been it's been done. It's been set in stone. Lo and behold, this week, uh, Little Wayne comes with his brand new single, "Can't Nobody," and he does the very same thing. Mm-hmm. He does the very same thing, and I'm I'm pretty sure he has the the cash to fork out for you know to clear these DMX samples, whereas obviously I didn't. So no. I mean, that's it. Just seems unfair. So I legally, mean, you might not have any. No, recourse. I might not have any recourse there. Um, but. We we know what happened. We know mm-hmm. that little Wayne has been scouring, you know, my SoundCloud and going back and listening to old Christmas songs that I made, you know, well over a decade ago and it yeah. inspired him to steal my IP. Now, technically, again, I don't have the rights to anything DMX has ever made or done. So I guess it's DMX's IP, but the IP is the idea. Yeah, it's idea the IP is the idea. It just happens to one of the ingredients of the idea is protected property. That's owned by DMX's uh, camp or whatever. His estate, sure. Yeah. Or probably some record company. Yeah, probably not even him. But uh, And that's most likely how Lil Wayne got away with it is because, you know, uh, Atlantic or whoever, you know, put out his album is the one that owns these DMX samples or whatever, that file at least, that one piece. And then uh, he just got them for free. Because that's what uh, that's what happens a lot in the let's talk music industry since we're both musicians, we're you both, know. Yeah, we're big in the music industry. Big in the music industry. In the music industry, what happens a lot is you'll have one label that is a you know an umbrella label that owns a bunch of smaller ones. Yes, and they all have different genres and different groups and styles. And then um, a lot of times, someone on one of these labels or the main label will put out an album or be working on an album, and they will say, we can get you features from hot artists right now that are on the radio. We got your um, hair, Prince Harry. He did. He's Harry Styles, right? Same guy? No, it's a different guy. I think, um, I think Prince Harry is the Edward Sheehan guy. I think they're the same guy. Edward Sheeran? Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. Okay, yeah. So you got Ed Sheeran, you got Eminem, you got Prince Harry. Um, Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. uh, Charlize Theron. Yeah, I think that's an actress, but... Uh, And you are like, hey, we got all these hot artists. We're going to go ahead and hook you up with these, uh, these, these features, these collaborations, and... Don't worry, we'll take care of it internally. 
So they just charge themselves. They charge it to the game. Twenty thousand dollars. They foot the bill for these these features. Well, it comes out of the artist's advance. I'm yeah, yeah, sure, but they're right? not paying out they're for recoups. these features. But they're charging the artist. Yes, because yeah. the artist charging the artist. The, the artist gets an advance when they sign their deal or whatever. You know, it's an advance payment, and um, you know that that's supposed to cover all the costs of recording and promoting their album. Mm-hmm. And um, they until the their album sells enough to recoup that initial investment by the label. They're on the line for for you know all this all this money, yeah. so they don't see a, a single royalty payment until after the album is sold enough to cover that advance. Yeah, and uh, a lot of times it doesn't, no, or no, they end up. Not. Yeah, and then they get a you know three sixty deals is a big thing where they take a piece of everything, a little bit of your touring, a little, little bit, bit of, this, of your little merch, bit of the the whole whole enchilada. So that's most likely how the Lil Wayne DMX thing happened. But either way, that idea was stolen from you. And I do feel like he could have been on SoundCloud, searched DMX. Yeah. It's it, just listening to like remixes. And, and man, stuff. What, what bums me out is like, I'm a Lil Wayne fan and I think the song is great. I really like the song. So mm-hmm. if you would have just come to me and said, hey, Ty, like you had this, you know, amazing idea over a decade ago to, to use these DMX ad libs for your song without, you know, featuring yeah. DMX. Like, do you mind if I um, pay homage to you mm-hmm. by by using this idea, or for, maybe even for my collaborated with you? Had you worked the MPC, put the I mean, put the samples be, in any sort of any sort of um, you know uh, olive branch from Little Wayne's camp towards me would yeah. have, would have been accepted. So it's just kind of it's disheartening that, that that wasn't even extended to me. Yeah, and all you got was seven arrows. I got nothing because that's what's in that eagle's other hand, right? He has like an olive branch in one hand, and then he has like arrows in the other hand. The American eagle. Did you know that our country's animal used to be a dog, like a pit bull? Really? That's what I heard. I don't remember that, but I think that's better than an eagle. Honestly, like I like dogs a lot better than eagles. Like I've had great encounters with lots of dogs. You know, like they've made my day. I've played with dogs. I've taken them for walks, fed them. Whereas, like, I, I saw an eagle not long ago um, driving through through Creston, and it was impressive and everything. It was a bald eagle on the side of the road, and I was like, oh, shit, there's that. But, yeah. like, as far as, I mean, it doesn't outweigh the experiences that I've had with dogs, and I think that goes for most Americans. Yeah. Most Americans have far more fond memories of, of mm-hmm. interacting with dogs. And just than, deeper connections with yeah, dogs. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I've never felt connected to an eagle ever. Not at all. Not at all. I mean, they're not, they're majestic. Yeah, they're cool. Don't get me wrong. They're, they're cool it's looking. Cool. They're rare. They're majestic. But, you know, they don't... They don't play with you. You can't throw a ball for an eagle. You throw a ball at an eagle, it's just going to fly off. Yeah. And uh, probably wouldn't even acknowledge the ball, I would imagine. No. Yeah, he's just going he's gonna to look at you and then just fly off. Mm-hmm. So I think that uh, I think it's about time that we change it up as a country, get a new animal, a new national animal. Maybe a new national anthem also. New national anthem? Yeah. I think. Um, Hasn't it been the same forever? Yeah, the one by Francis Scott Scott Key. Should we sing it? Oh, say. Oh, say, can you see by the dawn's early light? Oh, so we're proud, so proudly we hail, hail at, at the, the twilight's last gleaming. Who's broad Scott? We're alienating our com- Canadian listeners right now. Yeah. I don't I, think we should I, do that. I know the Canadian national anthem. I know the first few lines. What is it? Oh, Canada. Our home and native land. That's all I know. Yeah, well, that's not bad. Yeah, could it just be that and like loop it? Maybe 
Is that, that what I it mean, is? It could that's be. That's probably all anybody knows, really. They, and for all I know, they might just repeat that over and over again in mm-hmm. like different keys and yeah. notes and what have you. I think that our national anthem should be uh, like Led Zeppelin would be cool. Oh, you're thinking of just taking a pre existing, like, yeah. like a we don't song, have to make like a, a new song. thing. Yeah, rock song. <laughs> Stairway to Heaven would be pretty badass. You know, like it's long. I mean,. You keep, it's a little impractical for like playing before sports games or whatever because it's like eight minutes long or yeah. some shit. But you got to stand and you got to hold your hat over your heart for the whole eight minutes. You got to sit through all the choruses the, and the stuff. guitar solos and all that. Yeah, and people just rock out. You know, I mean, it's it's an idea. Mm-hmm. It's food for thought. And I think that it's probably long enough to where it would cycle through to where it's like it's cool, and then it's like a little too long. But weren't and then weren't cool Led Zeppelin again. like British? I think they were that. that yeah, they, and it also like they were British. They were British, and they also were notorious IP theft uh, thieves. Thieves. Did you know that? Thieves. Yeah. They like stole a bunch of their songs. Like pretty much all of their popular songs well, were. I mean, pretty much all of rock and roll was stolen from from black artists of the forties yeah, yeah. and fifties. But this was like note for note, word for word. They would just like take the song, the melody, and everything. And it was bands that were performing in, uh, you know, Liverpool. Yeah, li- or Liverpool is what I was thinking too. Yeah, people. That Computer, can't be it. where is Led Zeppelin from? Computer, where's Led Zeppelin from? Birmingham, England. Led Zeppelin formed in London, England, United Kingdom in 1968. Right, I guess it's close yeah. enough to Birmingham. So they are in Birmingham. They're in Liverpool. They're in London. They're in Leeds. Yeah, they're in Leeds. <laughs> and... um. They are going to these bars and these pubs and whatever they yeah, call them. Pubs and over going there. to these pubs and they're seeing these performances from these artists. And these were, you know, documented performances that were recorded on like vinyl uh back yeah you didn't have portable recorders or like cell phones or anything so what was happening is they were watching these live performances from these other bands there's no they would very quickly have to like take a mental note of the lyrics and melody and all that and then just run off you know down the street (laughs) they'd run off immediately and immediately go to a recording studio and record you know lay down the track that they just heard granted it's you know like slightly bastardized Mm -hmm. because they're not going to remember it perfectly but well jimmy page had a he had a, a perfect ear or whatever they say. What what do they call it when you have like an ear for music? Um, a I keen think, ear? Yeah, I think ear for music. He had a keen ear. And also a photographic memory. They photographic say. memory. Near photographic he memory. He also was autistic and they didn't. he was undiagnosed autistic because they didn't have that then. No, definitely not. And he also was a courtroom stenographer. So he would bring his thing. And I mean, with those, you press one button, it writes three words. Like, I don't know how it works. Still, nobody does, but you be he be clacking shit out. He was also classically trained in music, so he would just like kind of jot down, he would bring blank sheet music, he would jot down the melody. And yes, yeah. see, these guys were all oh. tremendous musicians who were more than capable of writing their own songs, but they were also notoriously lazy, so they just didn't feel like it. They felt like, <laughs> yeah. you know what, you know what, that brother, I'm just gonna <laughs> steal your song. All right, we did, we do. And I think the main thing was that they had the, they had the book smarts, but they didn't have the street smarts. Yeah, they were not you know? street smart at all. They didn't have any creativity, I mean, but they knew how to play. Yeah, yeah. But they couldn't make their own thing from scratch, so they just stole it. And um, 
were sued like recently, like within the last 10 years, there was like a whole lawsuit and they ended up paying out a bunch of money. Yeah, I think there's ongoing litigation against them. So maybe one of those songs, maybe Stairway to Heaven is caught up in limbo and we could start uh we could start using that as our new national anthem. We got to figure out what our new animal is going to be. I thought we were going settling on dog. We're just going to We're going to go back, back to, dog? to dog. Yeah. I mean, is there like a I'm better... cool with a rollback. <clears throat> I mean, we could do like cats, but cats are kind of dickheads sometimes. I don't yeah. know, you know, like I feel like as far as animals in the United States that you're going to have like a pleasant experience with, I think a dog is the most, you know, it's the the safest bet. Yeah, the safest bet. I mean, there's there's monkeys and like zoo animals that are cute. You know what I mean? Like you might you might like, but as far as you know, the the dog is the nuts and bolts of of the American animal. It's, yeah, it's the glue, you know, the horse glue that that holds everything together. Yeah, I agree. So um, we'll do Stairway to Heaven, the whole thing, not just a section of it. We'll do the dog, American dog. We'll go right back to Pitbull. Yeah. Roll back no, to Pitbull. Well, no, isn't like a pit, didn't a Pitbull like originate Should from, a from like a, from like an English bulldog somehow? Maybe. Which, I mean, the, well, I th- didn't America originate from England? Yeah, I guess that's true. And, and really like the Pitbull is just like a, a more badass version of the English bulldog. Uh-huh. It's like a beefed up, like more vicious, badass version, yeah. which I mean, America is pretty much just like a more beefed up, badass version of yeah. England. So, so that, that fits. We'll go you got Pitbull. The Pitbull. You got the stars. You got the stripes. Yeah. You got Stairway to Heaven. Uh, do we want like, do we want to like add any reverb on it or anything? I'm going to build this so that way we have it. No, I, I think just the, the original mastered version of Stairway to Heaven. I'm sure there's been re-releases, you know, where it's been remastered in recent years. But I think we go back to the, the original, the master. original vinyl pressing of okay. Stairway to Heaven. That's gonna be that's gonna be the one we use. I like the that. one we play at the stadiums and what have you. All right, cool. Well, that's it. That's our new setup. And um, do you have anything else that you want to add before I do the drum roll? Um, be sure to, if you haven't already, subscribe to the show. It'll help us out a lot. We're on that road to 1K trying to get to 1,000 YouTube subscribers. Yep, Sound yep, off yep. in the comments. Let us know if you have any better ideas as far as like a new national anthem or animal for the United States. Even if you're not from the United States, we're still willing to at least hear you out. I mean, mm-hmm. we're not probably not going to listen to your suggestion, but I mean, we're going to, we'll read it. Yeah, but it's, it'll be worth like a fraction of a, of a vote. Yeah, it's duly noted. It'll be duly noted. Duly noted. Uh, Reliefy.com, use the code NHP, save 12%. And, uh, and we love you. We'll, we'll see you next week. Bye. Natural Habitat Recordings.